0: Welcome to the TrailerCast with Elise Snipes. Each week I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and i am deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place. And this is my attempt at doing that, sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hi there, I'm happy to be back with you today, wherever you are. And actually that was something I was going to say. I would love to know where you are when you listen to TrailerCast. Do you listen in your car? Are you at work? Are you at home? What else are you doing while you listen? Would you snap a picture of yourself and tag me at Elise Snipes Collective and let me know when and how you listen to this podcast? I'd also love to know what part of the country you're in because there are people that are listening from all over and it is so much fun to think about how we are all connected. Even though we're in different spots, we are connected in this super cool way. So today I am, as per usual, I am sitting in the trailer in the middle of the week at the beach. I know, it's a tough life. Please don't hate me. But my husband and I took the kids to school today, and then we went to the beach, just the two of us. This seriously feels like the most indulgent thing ever, and I love it. (laughs) We laid in the sand. We did nothing, just nothing. Are there any parents out there that fill me on the glorious wonder of nothingness? I feel like there was like no preparing me for how much I would miss the idea of nothing, like doing nothing, saying nothing, hearing nothing, just, just nothing. It's just so lovely. (laughs) So now we're back in the trailer, the two of us working on our own projects. And then we're going to go pick up the kids, bring them back down here to the beach so we can enjoy this beautiful day together. You see, the trailer has become so many different things for us. It's a beach hangout. It's a family camping space. It's a spot for passersby to hang out. It's a podcasting studio, an office, a writing den, a homework lounge, a date night spot. It's a girl's night hang, a napping place, a daydreaming wonderland. It's a mobile symbol of hope and healing. And I am so thankful we actually followed this crazy idea all the way through to completion. It has for sure been one of the best things that we've done. Ever. (laughs) Are there ideas that you have yet to jump on? Are there things that you want to do and that you're waiting for something to just fall into place or for the time or money or that sign from the universe? What is it? What do you want to do? Create, say, write, make, be. And what do you think abundance and scarcity have to do with that? Okay, we're going to talk about that for a moment. Stephen Covey coined the term abundance mentality or abundance mindset in his 1989 bestseller, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He defined the term simply as a concept in which a person believes there are enough resources and successes to share with others. He then contrasts this with the scarcity mindset, which is destructive and has unnecessary competition, and is founded on the idea that if someone else wins or is successful in a situation, that it means you lose not considering the possibility of all parties winning in some way or another. John Maxwell, he also talks about it like this. Most people are deeply scripted in the scarcity mentality. They see life as having only so much as though there were only one pie out there. And if someone were going to get a big piece of that pie, it would mean less for everybody else. People with scarcity mentality have a very difficult time sharing recognition and credit, power, or profit even with those who help in the production. They also have a hard time being genuinely happy for the success of other people. The abundance mentality, on the other hand, flows out of a deep inner sense of personal worth or security. It is the paradigm that there is plenty out there and enough to spare for everybody. It results in the sharing of prestige, recognition, profits, and decision-making. It opens possibilities, options, alternatives, and creativities. Okay, come on. Okay, based on those definitions alone, I think most of us would like to have an abundance mindset. I mean, at least publicly, right? Like outwardly, where others could see it. But true abundance mindset is not only an outward appearance or what is observable to others. It has to flow from a place of inner abundance, that then results in outward generosity. Because you guys, here's the thing, and this is the part that Stephen Covey has it like this. He says, um, when you live in a world of scarcity, you compete for available resources, even when there is an abundance of them. I'm gonna say it again. When you live in a world of scarcity, you compete for available resources, even when there is an abundance of them. See, this is the crazy thing, you guys. We don't have to create the enough. We don't have to sustain the enough. We don't have to pretend there is enough or hope there is enough. Abundance mindset is the awareness of the reality that there is and will always be enough for everyone. And then realizing that we are a part of this enough. You guys, this is critical. The idea that there is enough for everyone always and that somebody else's idea, somebody else's success, somebody else's decision, somebody else's power, somebody else's weight loss, somebody else's hair color, somebody else's whatever is not taking something away from you. And so what happens if you're watching somebody else grow in their whatever, whatever, um, click in your spirit, like whatever, um, like, Oh, gulp or, Oh, or that, that feeling that you of spite or jealousy or, Oh, I, they don't deserve it. Or I wish that was me. That right there, that's what scarcity sounds like. So that scarcity monologue starts chirping at us that, Oh, well, <laughs> all the junk, right? That comes up when we see somebody else excelling. So what abundance mindset might look like would be like, get it, girl. (laughs) like, Yes, you're doing it. I'm stoked. I'm proud of you. I'm amped. You're making everything richer for all of us as women. Abundance mindset is a genuine championing of the other because there's an inner sense of security that what they are doing does not take away from what I am doing and a genuine belief in it. I don't, I don't want people to, to fake it. It's not about abundance fake mindset of, oh sure, like I'm gonna be super happy for her but then now I'm gonna go home and grind even harder. Or I'm gonna be so stoked that she's getting all that and now that means that I need to go home and start my weight loss plan today. Right? The idea of abundance is that we're not only outwardly projecting the abundance we wanna see but living from a genuine source of abundance that allows us to carry that fruit all the way forward. This is the opportunity for us to go in within ourselves. It's the opportunity for us to determine what parts of us are naturally abundant. What parts of us are we secure and so we're not threatened by somebody else's, again, success, fame, status, change, whatever. And then what are the parts of us that still grow and have been growing in that that scarcity soil? Okay, I'm going to take it from a therapy perspective for a moment. I want you to go back and I want you to think about your own family culture. What type of family culture did you grow up in? Scarcity or abundance? Um, What it looks like in a family system is the idea of there not being enough emotionally to go around. And so we're all just trying to get what's good, to get what's there in front of us. We also tend to get miserly. So if you receive a compliment, you hoard it. If you um, get good grades, you post it. Um, if you excel in something, you want you need everybody to know because tomorrow it might not be good again. There's, it's a fear-based emotional attachment to love. Okay? So emotional scarcity or emotional poverty in a family system looks like, I need to make sure that I hold on to that thing that happened today because I don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow. Um, I need to prove myself, I need to strive for what is good. It depends on me, on my performance, on my existence, on me doing enough, being enough, and always working harder. I mean, I'm, that makes me tired even thinking about it. Scarcity mindset in a family is subversive, it's unspoken, um, there's competition between siblings uh, that can be prompted by the parents. But there's this idea that there is not enough for everyone, and we're not just pleased with whatever you do, but that we have to try harder and that you could do better. Okay, abundance mindset in a family. The point is showing up and working hard. The point is showing up and having fun. Um, now, you might behaviorally do the same acting. Like you might still show up and want to work really hard at your sport or your school or whatnot, but it's not because you have to for fear that you're going to lose something or for fear that you're not going to get the positive reinforcement that you so desperately need because in an abundance family, you have that inner knowledge that you already are enough, that you already are good enough, that you are already loved enough, that you already are just great, just the way you are. So you don't have to prove anything, earn anything, strive for anything, defend your place in anything. So now what that allows you to do is just to go get out there and do the thing. There are less hurdles and less distance to cross when you operate from an abundance mindset because you're not doing it from a place of I have to, but I get to. I'm gonna keep trying to see if I can divide the skin. The idea of scarcity is I have to, therefore I'm gonna grind and work really hard. Behaviorally, that might look similarly in an abundance mindset if I'm grinding and I'm working really hard for fun because I enjoy it, because I'm free to choose this rather than I have to choose this. So poverty is without choice and in the abundance mindset, there's complete choice. I want you to think about it in regards to your family of origin because so often that's where mindset starts to, it begins for us and we don't even realize that we've adopted something one way or the other. Um, think about the way in which your parents gave compliments. You can think about the way in which you were pressured uh, to join a sport or to be good at something. Um, How were you expected to do in school? Uh, What about when it came to colleges? Uh, What about popularity? What did your family think about uh, you needing to fit in or being cool or whatever? Think about your pressured choice for a job or when you were supposed to get married or when you were supposed to have children. What does the culture that you come from, how did that shape your own thoughts towards there is enough and I am enough, or there is not enough and what that person does better than I have less of a shot. The more that we are able to switch into an abundance mindset, the more reality-based we actually are. Because again, like Stephen Covey was saying, the reality is that there is enough, abundance is just choosing to see that as a real thing. Whereas scarcity is entering into the fallacy that there is not enough and that I will never be enough and that I will never get enough and that there is not ever enough. The hard part of this conversation, you guys, is that the majority of us still have parts of us that that this resonates with. That sense of, but what if I'm not enough? Or what if there isn't enough? There's Scarcity never stops, right? Scarcity is actually exceptionally creative. It wants to continue to offer us all these what if scenarios. So abundance mindset is the awareness of the reality that there is and will always be enough for everyone and then realizing that we are a part of this enough. And this is the thing that I want you guys, of course, to hear the most, is that this idea of enoughness doesn't exist in some faraway fantasy land. But the idea of enough is it's enough because you are a part of it. You can create this experience of enough right where you are, wherever you are. Workplace, family, within yourself. So here's a bunch of practical things you can do. I, I know that I'm, I'm going to give you a few. Yes, you can read those books. And yes, you can like hashtag um, abundance mindset and see what pops up. Um, but practically, here are some things you can do. Spend some time in reflection. Consider the places within you where you were born in scarcity or born in abundance. Reflect on the places that are really easy for you to like stay in a place of positivity and where are the places in which you would like to switch tracks and enter into that abundance mindset. And the way that you do that is giving more of what you want. Give more of what you want. Is it words of affirmation? Is it acts of service? Like, I know I'm blending some of the love languages here, but what do you want? And then can you give that? Carefully select the company you keep. I'm taking this as it pertains directly to social media. Curate your feed, you guys. Be selective. If you're scrolling through your social media and someone's feed always makes you feel bad about yourself but you just maybe unfollow them. They're probably public. You can check in and stalk them whenever you want. But if you are going through there and daily there is a reminder that you haven't met your goals or that um, you're not enough, then what that's doing is you're feasting on scarcity. Curate your feed to create an abundant mindset that you feel positively towards your feed and the people that you are choosing to interact with we spend more time on social media now than ever more time on social media maybe than even with some of our closest friends so just be aware of the company you keep whether that's in person or on social media Um, i want you to think about it like this like how marie kondo says does this bring you joy (laughs) does this spark joy and if it doesn't unfollow okay remind yourself that there is more than enough this is the mantra of the abundance mindset. There is more than enough. There is more than enough, okay? And then offer words of appreciation. Words create worlds. This is the idea that I'm gonna speak that thing into being. I'm going to speak that thing into life. I'm gonna see that beautiful thing and I'm gonna say that beautiful thing. I'm gonna put it out there into the world and watch how that sparks this catalytic concept of paying it forward that, wow, thank you. I love this about you or whatever there, when we offer words of appreciation, we're allowing others to feel seen and to see, uh, be seen and known and heard. And then that creates beauty within them. And then that tends to set off this, um, again, like this domino pay it forward thing. But what I really want you to do, because you could have found all that information online is I want you to spend some time within yourself abundantly. Okay, so something that I do to practice my own abundant mindset is I spend time in the morning meditating or going through guided meditations that sometimes I'll write them or create them, but I imagine this idea of abundance. I imagine sitting at a table and feasting specifically with people that I might be sharing a resentment towards. Or that I have a scarcity relationship with. And I imagine us being together in a room and then sitting in the middle of a freaking pie factory and sitting there and just gorging ourselves on the idea that there is enough. I imagine inviting specific people, the ones, uh, the relationships that I'm focusing on, if there's ones that I feel like I'm um, angsty over, then I imagine that specific person and I imagine looking them in the eye and inviting them to that room and sitting them across from me and sharing a pie together and looking at each other and seeing each other with renewed eyes and enjoying just being together and laughing together. And I imagine giving them like the biggest to-go box that ever existed and wanting to send them home with tons of pie and telling them to come back tomorrow. Like I, and you guys, as ridiculous as this might even sound, what this practice does is it helps me to let my guard down and to realize that I have the power of invitation. I have the power of invitation, that whatever scarcity was existing between us, that I play a part in that relationship and that I can invite that person to the table and share some pie with them and we will both be better because of that, we will both be fuller because of that. And again, yes, this is all happening in my brain at 530 in the morning as I sit in the dark like a total creeper in my own house, but this is the practice of abundance. I feast mentally before the day even starts so that the abundance mindset just flows outwardly the whole rest of the day. I feast before the day begins and then I enjoy that meal the whole day through. You guys, it's not a pie. It's a pie factory, okay? I want you to think about that. I want you to chuckle about that. I want you just to realize that there is enough. I want you to think about it like this. Like, like in Bob Goff and everybody always. I want you to think of it like an Enneagram 7. I want you to think of it like Oprah. Like you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. Or like how Ty would say, move, that, bust. And here's that perfect house outfitted for all of your needs. I want you to think Ellen. I want you to think big. I want you to think enough. I want you to think that you need more, you want more, and there is more. And I want you to think you you are a part of this abundant overflow. You, your words, your mind, your feelings, your experiences, your creative gifts, you, your very existence adds to the creative overflow of earth. I mean it. The world is actually better because of you. There is more joy, more reason to smile, more depth, more richness, more, more, more because of you. Even if there's more story of darkness and tragedy, do you know what that is? There's more story of hope and overcoming and victory and coming at the other side and saying, I made it. I did it. The world is better because of you and because of the life that you have lived. Hey, I want you to keep going on this. Whatever hiccup or block is coming up as I'm saying this to you, whatever wants to like convince you otherwise, that is scarcity. Whatever resistance you have to me telling you that the world is better because of you, that is scarcity and we need to kick it in the face. Okay? I know that that is a bit extra right now, but seriously, we have to do something to shift out of that fear. Scarcity does not deserve a place within you. And once you have done that inner unseen abundance work, then we have to actually let it out. So whatever keeps you from saying that abundant thing to your neighbor, your partner, your husband, your children, yourself, I need you to let it to expand. Let it overflow. Let it take shape. Be ridiculously frivolous with yourself. What do you want to experience abundantly? then that is the thing you need to give abundantly back to the world. Do you know, You hear that? What is it you want? Then give it, give that. See, I wanted good therapy. I wanted a place for free speech. I wanted a solid community of female thinkers. I wanted a safe, beautiful place for people to access therapy in a different way. I wanted a place to tell my story, a place where others could share their story and find freedom, and so that's what we did. Made the thing I wanted and needed and then invited others to it. This is abundance. Pay attention to what you want, to what you wish existed. There is a good chance someone else wants that thing to exist too and will be so glad that you made it happen. But be careful of this. Scarcity mindset is creative too. See, it creates obstacles and excuses, and honestly, it creates bullshit for you to believe in. Scarcity mindset is convincing and limiting. We just need to get more creative than scarcity. And we do that by stepping into abundance and letting that get louder than everything else. You can feel the difference between the two, okay? It's when it goes like this, from what ifs to hell yeahs, to who am I to do that, to who am I not to? To what do I have to say? To I have something to say. Abundance. 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 There is enough for everyone. Keep listening to this this week, you guys. Come back and re-listen to this podcast episode if you need to. Sometimes we have to hear it over and over and over until it finally clicks. There is enough for everyone and you are a part of that enough. Please keep showing up to your life as your beautiful self and adding to the feast. There is enough for everyone, and you are a part of the enough. Please do not make yourself smaller so that the world gets less of you because you're trying to make it convenient or comfortable for other people bring me your wild ideas bring me your crazy impossible irresponsible thoughts i want to know what it is that you've been dreaming of what is the project that's in your heart what is the story that you want to tell what is the song that you want to sing what is the baby that you want to adopt what is the country that you want to move to who who do you want to spend your life with how many kids do you want to have what is the what is it What's going on in your head right now, even if I said this? What if your ideas are the most beautifully, wonderfully, simple, safe, secure things? And what if that was the most beautiful thing in the world that you just create the house that people can go to where they feel good? What if your wild ideas five meals a week of cooked meals so that your kids are well-fed? Whatever your wild ideas, wherever they fall on the spectrum of safe to just straight bonkers, you guys, they're good. And we need them, and they're your ideas, and the world needs them, and the people that you're around need them. I'm literally sitting here, and now I'm watching my family drive up, and I'm looking at my husband, and I'm looking at my three kids, and they're bringing lunch, and we're going to have an actual picnic and an actual feast. And I'm thinking, there's an abundant richness sitting right in front of me. And so if you were here with us, and I would invite you to come and eat with us, I would invite you to share in our abundance and to rest and to listen and to tell a story and to just be together and that this would make us the richest people around. How cool is that? So I am going to go and eat with them, (laughs) but I want you to hear this too. The other night when we had asked, um, if anybody wanted to say grace and usually someone just says grace and then we all eat. And I, I love it because I feel like that does the job. Um, but Judah had a prayer that he had learned at school this week. And as I'm sitting there listening to him, I saw, I thought, um, this is Abundance Mindset. Let the food be for us, the love between us, and the ones beside us. Cheers. And what's your name? Judah Daniel Knight. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at elisesnipescollective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.